0: Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5 info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the 5 info show. I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis of the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau, coming to you once again from police headquarters in downtown Phoenix. And I'd like to welcome my guest today, Public Information Sergeant Phil Krinsky. Welcome back to the show, Phil
1: thank you thank you for having me again it's always a pleasure
0: yeah awesome well so today we're going to talk about a couple of things Uh, i wanted to bring up a recent topic that was brought to our attention this is kind of a valley-wide effort to address a particular group of individuals who are from we've determined that they're from they're from another country but they've figured out uh, a way to uh, basically do a string of burglaries home burglaries And uh, we'll get to the details and where they're from and so forth. But I wanted to address that. Um, You can share with us uh, information that uh, investigators are okay with you sharing. Um, But we also want to address just some tips and tricks for securing our homes and properties uh, from property crimes. We know that property crime is a crime of opportunity, uh, but we want to do our best to reduce or eliminate those opportunities and secure our stuff so that it's there when we get home, so that it stays with us uh, throughout uh, our, our time with it. But Phil, uh, introduce me to this group as you've heard them uh, heard about them. referred to uh, we're referring to them as the South American theft group. Is or is there anything other term we're talking about? But let me know about this this group.
1: Yeah. So there's been they've been referred to a couple of things, especially the current trend right now, that um, they're specifically targeting homes in the evenings when people are expected to be, let's say, at dinner and so forth on the weekends. Um, uh, so it's been in different parts of the valley. However, there's been a few cases here in Phoenix that um, seem to kind of match the MO, the modus operandi to this. Um, so it's nice because there's a task force that's kind of been formed where there's agencies are talking, not just locally, but also with the FBI. Uh, just making sure they're sharing information and tracking these individuals if they're hitting different areas, which it looks like they may be.
0: Okay. So they're making entry into the homes. Are they choosing a particular route
1: or door or style? I mean, how, how are they getting in? Uh, so it looks like they're purposely trying to target like the back of the home and their Arcadia door. Um, now their, their goals are to not to be there um, or enter the home when nobody's there. So they they typically want to be in there, in and out. They are looking specifically for items of value, jewelry, cash, credit cards, and so forth. Granted, they're not limited to that, but that looks what their primary goals are.
0: Okay, so they're they're hitting it quick. They're getting in there, grabbing the little things that they know that they can move, and then they're getting out. Correct. Okay, so I want to talk about the different styles here now. I know you mentioned the Arcadia door, rear door. So there's pros and cons to having a, a yard that, let's just say, has full access to maybe like a green belt or a, or a golf course that you would think that with enough lighting and exposure, people should see suspicious behaviors in those backyards and things. Conversely, you might have a home with a high wall that, you know, it provides some security, but it also provides concealment. What, what are your thoughts on the two different environments and how to secure them?
1: Uh, well, I think the biggest thing about it is making sure like the design and the visibility and also using local te- the technology we have now, alarms and the camera systems, I think are very big. Um, but it goes even before individuals get into the backyard. I think uh, being a good neighbor, uh, making sure that you're aware of the people around there, you report suspicious activity, again, you know your neighborhood the best. And I think when you see something that's out of place, just letting us know. Because our simple presence driving through, looking for people that, again, you've described it uh, Sometimes can be a good deterrent as well.
0: Okay, let's talk about the people because I know we don't want to say all South Americans, blah blah blah. You know, that's obviously that's not that's not correct or, or and it's unfair. But what we're looking for
1: is behaviors, right? Uh, correct. And, and like I said, what you're looking for is individuals again that uh, they're walking, uh, with, let's say, with no particular sense of where they're at or p- belonging to a particular home. They're just simply in the area walking around and casing, which a lot of people notice. They're looking at a house, but again and not making contact with people that live there.
0: Yeah, so they're not going to be walking around dressed like the Hamburglar carrying a big bag that says loot. Uh, and a mask, and you know they're not going to be trying. Maybe they're not going to be trying doors, but they're they're clearly something will stand out, raise the back the hair on the back of your neck. Something will look out of place
1: with the behavior, right? Absolutely, and it's one of those things where they're trying to fit in, they're trying to to mix in, so they they don't want to stick out. Um, so, but again, you knowing in your neighborhood and who should be there and not be there, especially in some of these gated communities where there isn't a lot of traffic. Um, again, go with that gut's feeling that you have because a lot of times it's it's true
0: so what about what if they're not on foot what if they're in a car
1: uh, same thing if it's a vehicle that, again, you're not familiar with, you don't see, uh, again, get the description. If you can get a plate number, uh, call it in. Uh, again, that information, even if we don't make contact with them, uh, there are ways that we can document that. And, and again, that's something that can be very helpful. Uh, if there was a burglary that occurred or, or occurs later, uh, those, are, those are leads that our detectives can follow.
0: All right. So I'm at home and I'm going to go out and check the mail. And as I'm walking to the mailbox, I see a car that doesn't look familiar to me and perhaps there's somebody sitting in it car running or otherwise
1: one or two people in there and they're looking at my neighbor's house what what do i do
0: what do i do with that
1: uh, you know what make that mental note write down that information and again call it in uh it's one of those things that you can let the uh, the uh 911 operators know that the vehicle has left but you just want to make that information known to the officers cuz again uh, these trends they come and go um, but that information of seeing a vehicle in that neighborhood with that a specific plate number description is a tip that can probably help a detective uh, identify these individuals
0: oh, so w- they're not going to have south american plates so what what i mean do i take a photo of the plate and send that in? Or do I go up knock on the window and ask them what they're doing? Or what, wh- how
1: far do I take it? Well, I, I definitely don't recommend that you make contact with these individuals. Again, be the best witness possible and, and letting us know that information is going to be the best. Leave that other side to, to us. All right.
0: So we're looking for suspicious behavior not necessarily suspicious people because people are people and, you know, they're going to have a a merit of reasons as why they need to legitimately be in this
1: location. But the stuff that this, the behaviors is what that stands out. Right? Absolutely. And that's why I'm saying follow that gut feeling, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of times you're, you're going to be right about it, but we're just simply gathering information uh, based on your observations. And, And again, sometimes that has led to, to capturing these people.
0: Perfect. So, okay, let's, Let's just say I'm not tech savvy and I don't have a large budget for home security. What can I do with my living space, my my townhouse, my my home? Maybe I'm living with another person. What can I do to the space around me to help uh, make that environment less favorable to criminal activity or property crime?
1: Uh, well, making sure that your home, I guess it's orderly, the landscaping, uh, making sure your, your bushes are trimmed around the house, or even eliminating a bush that can conceal a window, a point of entry of your home. Um, sometimes some of those motion sensor lights, are they're, they're pretty inexpensive that you can get from various places. Um, those help to detract people from coming there. Um, also there's, we can go a step further in talking to your community, there's, you can make. Uh, watch groups in your community and that's something that you can actually get training through the department and signing up for this to help you get organized Um, and and there's even groups that uh, are able to take shifts and walk around the neighborhood so there's lots of programs out there you don't have to have a lot of money do it if any at all
0: okay well that's It's great information, Uh, all of which I knew because, you know, I've been a cop for about 25 years. But still, I think it's great to put it into terms that, you know, because I'll forget. And, you know, I I try to think along the lines of like, what would I tell my parents? What would I tell my neighbors? How do I share this information in plain terms? that's going to make sense to somebody. Uh, And, you know, my kids are getting old enough now where they might go, uh, you know, they're going to live on campus and for college or they're going to be, you know, looking into apartments for themselves and so forth. And I think it's valuable information. But the program itself, where we're talking about changing the environment around your living space to make it less favorable to crime, um, do you know that program?
1: Uh, yes, it was referred to as septet, or um, it's uh, a change in the environment around you. Yeah, crime we, prevention
0: through environmental
1: design. Yes, thank
0: you very much. <laughs> it's an acronym. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, but but I mean, it's, it's, it's simple enough to say, uh, you know, crimes of opportunity can be prevented when we remove those opportunities by mitigating those variables, by doing things like you were saying. So why is it important to keep the bushes out, you know, trimmed away from my doors and windows? Uh, it, it makes the environment looked lived in. You know, we talk about things like if you're going to leave for vacation, um, you, when uh, a criminal might see well, when we got the newspaper, newspaper stack up in the driveway, mail sticking out of the mailbox, you know, dust and dirt accumulating, uh, weeds growing, bushes getting un- unkempt. That puts out the message that this house is not lived in. Sure. And what we're trying to do is change that by making it appear you know, lived in, or at least well kept and watched.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, use technology to your advantage as well. Uh, a lot of people now have uh, these services where you can speak to a speaker and it turns things on. Um, having something where there's a plug that you can have that turns on a light for you at night mm. or plays music for you. So again, you want to make sure, like you said, it seems like somebody is home because again, most of the time they don't, whoever's going to strike don't want anybody inside the home.
0: Yeah, I um, thought it was a great gift to give my parents who spend half the year up north a ring doorbell you know and of course without throwing out an advertisement for this particular company there are doorbells
1: video doorbells available where you don't even have to be home yeah, and does those notifications. Um, but you, you mentioned something earlier regarding as far as communication, letting people know. Uh, another great tool that I, I hope people are using now, um, for example, there's Nextdoor. Uh, that's, that's a, a specific um, kind of social media, if you want to say, for specific neighborhoods. And again, you see that suspicious activity, you can post that information up there. If you take that photo, you can put that photo on there as well. So it's not just uh, notifying officers, but also your surrounding neighborhoods. So I highly Recommend that you rec- that you use that uh, and other tips that you also want to give your neighbors. Um, it's a great way to communicate, and that's also information that we put out as well uh, through that uh, social media site.
0: And yeah, because we're on Nextdoor.
1: Yep, absolutely. And again, you're gonna it's going to be very specific to your neighborhood, uh, and it puts you in, in direct contact with the precinct uh, that's responsible for the area that you live at.
0: Okay, is there a particular person at the precinct who's mm-hmm. going to be my liaison that for information on septad? Uh, or block watch training. How do how do I organize that for myself and my neighborhood? And my those that live around us.
1: So you're going to be looking for the community action officer of your neighborhood. They're going to have that information for you. They can even help organize uh, that meeting that we were talking about. Um, It's also through our uh, community relations bureau that has that training available to you as well. Uh, They have multiple um, classes. They can even arrange a class for you uh, at your schedule if you get multiple people involved. Um, So there's always things that we want to make sure we, we can help out with.
0: All right, so let's get back to the house and securing the property. What, what, What's our final takeaway on this?
1: Final takeaway is, again, using the SubTED uh, principles that we were ta- talking about, making sure your home's secure. Um, and that's the other thing, believe it or not, uh, people have alarm systems, they have locks on their doors, and they're not using them. So make sure you lock your doors. Uh, if you have an alarm system, make sure it's activated. If you have camera system, make sure the service plan's up, up to date and batteries in, in the cameras themselves. Uh, because again, if, it's great to have that resource, but if you're not using it, it's not gonna do any good.
0: So we understand that uh, the majority of, of alarm calls, thank goodness, are are, are technolog- they're tripped or they're, they're you know, something causes that and it's not necessarily a break-in or burglary. But the police officers that are responding, they don't treat it that way, right?
1: No, no, absolutely. When we get an alarm call, we're going to go respond to it and investigate and see if we see any signs of a break-in. And we're also going to do our due diligence to be able to contact the homeowner. So, again, make sure all that information is also up to date with your alarm
0: company. Yeah, update those responsible parties so we can get a real person on the line so that they can uh, help us, right? Absolutely. So we get gathering that intel so that our officers get safe, you know, but uh, we do treat alarms seriously. We do treat... Property crime seriously. It's not an excuse for us to say that, well, it happens so often that we're not going to investigate it thoroughly. Uh, we are, and we're hoping to push the uh, property crime trends down.
1: Absolutely, and and actually, just to take a, a step further, it, let's say you don't have the alarm system, but you do notice that your home was burglarized or even an attempt to be burglarized. Um, make sure you report that because that information, again, is going to be very helpful to other investigations. Because as we know, and as we pointed out with our our crime plan, is the there's very a few a few people in the public is actually committing these types of crimes, and when we are able to identify that person and get them off the street, we're going to reduce a huge trend of it.
0: Perfect. Do well, I want to thank- thank Thank you, PIO Sergeant Phil Krinsky, my guest today. Uh, I want to thank the crew for producing. As always, you can help fight crime in your neighborhood uh, by sending tips to Silent Witness. You could potentially earn a cash reward. So call 480-WITNESS or visit Uh, silentwitness.org. Follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, Visit phoenix.gov slash police. Remember we're hiring. Go to joinphxpd.com. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember, we're all in this together. You've been listening to 50 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480 Witness. That's 480-948-6377.